Welcome to Be Moving on the Mic, where you get all the right information about health and fitness. So listen up closely. This episode is starting soon. I created the Me Movement on the Mic to help people realize that your life is so special and that you need to address all aspects of your life to become the ultimate version of yourself. I'm on a mission to provide you with tools to help you build a habit that sticks with you forever so you don't have to worry about starting your fitness regime every six weeks and falling off again. I understand that life isn't just about training, going to the gym, or having the best body in town, but also about great movement patterns, mindset, health, and community. Join me, Sally, as I help you filter through all the health and fitness stereotypes to help you embrace yourself while still enjoying a gelato or two. Come with me while we break the cycle of non-constructive behaviors through movement, mindset, and health. Let's get this episode started. Welcome, everyone. My name is Sally, and uh, welcome to number four episode of Me Movement on the Mic. Thank you for joining me today. And although today it's it's not a big motivational episode, I wanted to just, you know, let you all know that I know that it's the fourth episode, but I remember the time when I was thinking about creating a podcast and I did it. Yay. So what's the moral of the story out of all this is you got to do it. You got to just get into it. And as you go along, you will definitely improve and be better and better. So without further ado, number four episode is so you're on a diet now and you're starving. Ways to stay full on a diet. Uh, I wanted to share this episode with you because, you know, the beginning of the year, we've got a lot of people, a lot of clients who had a great Christmas and New Year, um, increased their calorie consumption because let's face it, food tastes great and it's normal to hang out with friends and family and, and indulge. It's totally normal. But there comes a time when you are feeling a little bit uncomfortable. You're putting on your work clothes. Everybody's going back to work now or going into the office and realizing that those pants are a little bit tighter than normal. So you've, uh, hopefully you've uh, sought some help from a registered professional um, and you're on a plan, and you're and you're you're getting guided at the moment. You're on a diet, um, and um, you know you find yourself getting a bit hungry. This is totally normal. I wanted to take you through my experiences, my clients' experiences, and the questions that they've asked me throughout the years when they're on a diet. So let's just say number one. You're not supposed to be on a diet forever because you, you just you just can't maintain that, okay? And you're not you're not a happy person when you're on a diet forever, okay? When you're on a diet, you're supposed to be hungry. So let's get that down straight. Obviously, not to the point where you can't function. So that's why I say, you know, um, get some help from a, a professional, preferably someone who's either a, a, a 
a sports nutritionist has some qualifications and they are going to guide you through that. Dietitians, whatever suits you. So you're supposed to be hungry, okay? And as you get hungry, there's a hormone that comes up called ghrelin. That's why, you know, um, you know, you're on your your low kind of calorie foods and you get really hungry and you feel like you can't control it. So, you know, like I've been on of many diets. I'll be honest with you. Some that were successful, some that weren't successful, and some that really, really I shouldn't have been on at all. And I'm pretty sure all of you out there, amazing listeners, have been on those diets. And I'm curious to know what weird and wonderful diets that you've been on um, that now that you think, oh my goodness, what was I thinking? Uh, Because I'll be honest, I was on them too. But today I'm going to talk to you about ways that you can stay full and satiated while you're still on a diet and hit your goals. And I guess before we start, it's really good for you, yeah, to get guidance, but you have to be specific. You have to know where you want to go, okay? It has to be measurable and it has to be realistic. Like I see a lot of... um, programs out there or people advocating for 10 kilos, something ridiculous. Like, I don't know. I haven't seen this one before, but 10 kilos in 10 days. It's probably less realistic than five kilos in eight to 12 weeks because number one, it's yeah, realistic. Number two, you're able to live your life and you're not going to hate yourself. And, um, you know, you can, you can enjoy, um, you know, everyday foods and it doesn't have to be this super restrictive diet because, um, you definitely factor in days that you're not going to hit those goals for for whatever reason. Um, yeah, so there's going to be days that you won't hit the mark, and that's totally normal. You know, there'll be weeks where you you'll be on a maintenance phase, and that's when you're working with a professional. Um, so let's just say you have a specific goal weight, right? And you want to lose, let's say, five kilos in twelve weeks. So that's about, let's say, half a kilo. Um, Uh, each week and you probably reach it before the 12 week mark so if you if you're working with a sports nutritionist or dietitian they'll factor that in they'll factor those high feed weeks or maintenance weeks um and and then and it's important when you do that you know because you're tracking you're tracking those weeks and look I know there's a lot of people out there that really struggle with tracking, so getting those apps and tracking your calories, I highly recommend you do it once. You don't have to do it all the time because then you start to be aware of the quantity quantity of food that you're consuming. And I think I said this before on another podcast, I like to have salads in everything, in every meal that I have, or at least a massive salad at dinner. And you know, when my mum makes tabbouleh, because tabbouleh is amazing and I can't say no to my mum's food, she puts a lot of olive oil in it. And no matter what anyone says, olive oil is delicious, but, you know, a tablespoon or two of olive oil has a lot of calories, even though it's good for you. But if you're tracking and your aim is to lose weight, that could definitely, you know, uh, definitely affect you know, your goal. Um, and people, people aren't aware of that. So 
it's really important to get an idea of that. You know, as I said, you're not tracking forever, but you're getting an idea of how much calories you're consuming and, you know, the extra tablespoon of olive oil or that that serving of peanut butter isn't actually a serving, okay? So you can you can measure your progress through through many things. So we've got things like scans, different type of scans out there that I'm not going to mention. We've got scales, um, we've got pictures, measuring tape, you know, and make sure you measure it in the same area. Um, they're all great things that you can utilize to measure because if you don't measure, you don't know. And you're just, you're walking through the dark, okay, with no light, nothing, okay, just feelers. So it's important to have one form of measurement. Um, I like I like to do a couple. I like scales and pictures because I know that um, the weights, my weight would definitely fluctuate. It fluctuates if I have water, if I have carbohydrates. Um, for females, if we're menstruating, if you have too much um, sodium, so many things, inflammation, like if you're training, uh, your, your scales definitely change. Um, so, okay, so let's let's go back. Let's go and see, like, what, what do we eat? So once you've worked out your calories and you work out a deficit, here are my top tips to stay full. Because you, when I say deficit, you have to be eating le- less than you expend. Okay, I'll say it again. You have to be consuming less than you expend. Okay, so how do we stay full? Water. Oh, oh my gosh. So many people, I can feel you rolling your eyes. You're like, Sally, is that is that for real? Is that something that I can definitely um, do? Or, hey, I already know that I need to do that. Why are you telling me this? Water is a big, is very underrated. <laughs> you know, people just seem to uh, forget about water. And that's that's one of my number one things. Water always have the water there. If you if you forget to drink water and you're on your desk, I, I recommend you um, download or, or go into your browser and get the Pomodoro app or system. And basically, it's just a little timer, and you can set the timer to 25 minutes of working or 20 minutes of working. Get up, drink your water, do a little shake around, move around, and then get back into it. And it's all about that habit. So making sure you drink water. I've, I also have included um, coffee in that because let's face it, coffee is full of water. Um, I've also like sugar-free drinks or soft drinks. Why? I like them. And they help me stick to my um, – they help me adhere. That's probably a good word. Adhere to my diet longer. Okay? Everybody's different. Some people out there that don't like it, I like the fizz. You can have your mineral water if you want, um, but I like it because it helps me stick to my diet longer. Um, I know there's Australian standards to water consumption. I think women is about two, about two litres and men are about maybe 2.2 or 2.5, but it actually depends on your activity level. It depends on how much you work it out. It depends on, you know, if you're consuming plant-based fiber like leafy greens, fruits, and you're getting a lot of water from that. So everybody is different. But water is definitely a big thing. The next thing I would suggest is protein. Protein in every meal. Why? Because it keeps you fuller for longer. 
that's what happens. Okay. And not only is it um, satiating, but it also helps with uh, lean muscle. And actually, when you can, when you consume protein, your actually your body actually utilizes energy to break the protein down. So it's a win-win situation. Plant-based fiber, salads, oh, I rave and rave about salads, but it's true. Plant-based fiber is awesome. Um, you can add it in the morning. Like I've been really getting into wraps at the moment. So I've got my egg in there. I've cooked a bit of um, mushrooms, you know, a handful of spinach, and that's one of my servings of plant-based fiber. I would have... Let's just see. I would have – I have a lot of chili. I like chili. That's my fiber as well. I'll have it with anything. But, every, you know, everybody is individual, so it definitely matters what you like. Remember, think, pick things that you love and enjoy. I remember uh, once I, re- I gave a little food guide to a client and I was like, okay, here it is, this and that. And it happened to be winter and broccoli was in season. Oh, they absolutely – they, they freaked out that I had, like, how can you have broccoli? I don't like it. It's like, dude, it's okay. You can, you actually have the ability to pick what you like. It doesn't have to be, you know, poached fish and broccoli. you got to pick the things you enjoy, okay? There's no one size that fits all. Let me give you some examples, okay? I've talked about the bases. Um, obviously, got some fats in there and carbohydrates, but I'm going to give you an example of what I had. I already mentioned my egg omelet. You can have one or two eggs depending on your total calories, okay? So I can afford to have, at the moment, three eggs in my omelet. Um, I like it in a wrap. I've got my mushrooms and my spinach, and that's my carb source. It's got my fat source and my protein source in there as well. Actually keeps me quite full. I'll have a coffee, uh, almond, milk, uh, cappuccino with that, and I'm, I'm ready to go. Um, snacks during the day, um, I like having a protein shake. Sometimes I'll have it with a coffee. I've got this new obsession. Um, I think I've been watching too much TikTok, and TikTok had – seem to be following me through um, Starbucks. So they've got all these amazing, visually amazing drinks. So I thought, no, I'm going to make my own. So I made my own. I got lots of ice. I got the most delicious whey protein powder that I had, added some water, shook it up, add the ice, beautiful, silky whey cookies and cream protein powder, I added a shot of coffee and then I added this amazing almond milk vanilla flavor, just a splash. Amazing. It just tasted amazing. Not only did I get my whey shot, my protein shot, um, because sometimes I'm really busy, I'm on the computer and I don't have time to actually get up and eat. I'd rather just have that and then sit down and have something to eat. Low-fat yoga is another great thing. I would say, I mean, Depending if you're a vegan, the only thing is there's probably uh, high fat in the koyo yogurt, so you got to have a, you got to really look at that one. I would opt for because I like it and I can stomach it. The low fat yogurts like the Chibani, um, I can't stomach a lot of milk, but I notice that if I have the low fat version, it's got less lactose in it and I'm able to digest it. 
Protein bars are another great little hack that you can have to help you on your journey. Again, they're kind of like a supplement. They're not there to complete your whole diet, but they're there to help you along the way. And that's the main thing. These are there to help you get towards your goals. Again, for lunch or for dinner, we've got another protein dish with which could be tuna, a bag of rocket, um, salads, um, leafy greens, chickpeas, all the most amazing things. What I also like to do um, towards the end of the kind of dieting phase, and I'm getting a little bit more stricter on my calories, is I'll introduce like more leaner meats. I'll get rid of the uh, lamb. I'll get rid of like the peanut butters, all the kind of high calorie dense uh, food. And um, I'll start to introduce things like lean lean meats, um, you know, ch- more chicken breasts, bassa fillets. I really like them. I just bake them in the oven. Um, it's a great way to get high protein but lower calories. And I bump up the greens. That's what I do. Um, yeah, that's that's what you, you just got to, as again, you got to find out what works for you. I hope some of this is helping. Uh, I've utilized these kind of tactics when I was competing and also when I wanted to lose a little bit more weight. At the moment, I'm I'm on maintenance, which means I'm eating so much food and I'm loving it and I'm going to slowly cut down each week, slowly, slowly but surely. Another thing, another great hack that I had, especially I noticed it when I was competing, was as a pre-dinner meal, I uh, I added to my dinner soups, like pl- these plain kind of like brothy brothy soups or I have these like Turkish packet soups that I would make they're just basically powdered lentils lentils with amazing flavors you add a, you know a couple of cups of water to it and off you go it's actually a filler it's amazing um and it's 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 very warming when you have it um at the end of the day and, and it just it just feels good. It just reminds me of my mum's soup. So soups are a great way to add to a filler um, before you kind of have your dinner because then you won't eat as much. Soups are definitely underrated. And you can do this sneaky thing. Like if you have kids, you can make soups so amazing. You put so much veggies and legumes in them. Um, not only are they, they amazing, but they taste great. So soups are a great hack. I hope you can see the pattern in here, guys. Proteins, fats, carbs, plant-based fiber. You know, I've added in there, you know, wraps. I like rice. I mean, my mum makes vine leaves. And how do you track vine leaves? Well, believe it or not, you can track them. Um, You know, obviously, instead of having 20, you have half of that amount. And there is a – and they're basically full of rice. So use your – intuition guys and I'm pretty pretty sure all of you out there are super smart so use that intuition okay I've already mentioned my beautiful coffee hack so if you've got any kind of coffee hacks that you have like the iced coffee let me know because I'm always I'm always super keen to know what they are yeah because I'm like a child I actually love easy way does anyone drink like the 
the easy way cups with the boba. I think it's called boba drinks. Yeah, I'm slightly addicted to that. I, I definitely factor them in into my diet because I like them. I just ask for less sugar and they're going to be like the green tea. I stay away from the milky things. And it's because again, it's all about maintenance and it's all about like, it's almost like tricking your brain. The brain doesn't even realize you're on a diet. Okay. Because as soon as you step on the scales or measure and things don't change, you start to you start to basically fall apart and I totally get it. So don't don't fall apart, okay? It's totally normal. The road to success isn't linear, it goes up and down, okay? Oh my goodness, I totally forgot to mention this to you. Now, I've been slightly obsessed. Actually, I'm obsessed with a, f- a lot of things lately, but lately it's been frozen raspberries. I like them. They taste great. They go great in smoothies. But what, I, what I've been doing lately is measuring a lot of things. And I measured, this is a great hack, by the way. I measured 150 grams of raspberries. Why? Because I looked at the, you know, the nutritional uh, information and it said it's 97 calories for 150 grams. Now, I want you to go to your cupboard and measure 150 grams in raspberries. That's a big bowl. Oh my gosh. So if you want a filler, add a bit of yogurt to that and boom, you know, I I'm, I guarantee you, you're going to struggle to eat 150 grams. Okay. Hey man, you can have 200, you can have 200 grams, you know, it's still going to be under 200 calories. That's another great hack. Watermelon is another great example. 150 grams is about a cup. That's 46 calories. So that's another great filler to help you stay full when you're on a diet. You know, like I, when I competed uh, during my bodybuilding competition, which I prepped for about 16 weeks, I would have a massive bowl of salad every night and I would usually snack at night. So I had a lot of that um, with a protein and my carb source. And I was quite full. I incorporated the soups. I had my fruit and people used to always say to me, how did you do it? It's because I used food. I used food and I was in control because I liked what I liked the food. It was like, it wasn't really deviating from my everyday food except probably for the weekend where I'd have like gelato or we'd go out for dinner I'd be a bit more strict with that like if I'd have a you know a noodle soup I'd have a clear broth I'd have some chicken in there and towards the end of my dieting phase I'd have half of that and take half home that's what you have to do you just have to be mindful don't forget the sanity snacks and this is one of my favorite points towards the end of this podcast. Sanity snacks are things like chocolate, one piece of chocolate, low-fat chocolate custard, or even one scoop of ice cream. You know that Neapolitana ice cream that your mom used to get with the free flavors? There's nothing wrong with that. It is simple, simple, lower in calories. You don't need no fancy uh, double-decker ice cream. Just keep it simple. Appease that, that feeling that you want ice cream. And you know what? There's no need for that damage control. There's no need for that negative thinking that, you know, you know, when you have a chocolate and you're like, oh, bugger it, I didn't even lose any weight, so I might as well just eat the whole bar. No. It's it's time for you to take control. It's time for you to understand that relationship that you have with food and start to take control. You, you definitely have you have the flexibility. You can do that. 
and you can control your calorie consumption. You can control your portions and you could be a bit more smarter when you're on your diet. Because at the end of the day, the only person that is going to be looking in the mirror is you. And the number one thing with any kind of, you know, goal is the self-talk. You need to pump yourself up each morning. Yeah, you roll out of bed, it becomes a habit, but you got to pump yourself up and you know in deep inside that you can do this. You can 100% do this. So these are the top ways uh, and the little strategies that I utilize when I'm on a diet. So the number one thing, guys, you're definitely supposed to be hungry and your your weight will definitely fluctuate. Water is great. Protein, bump up the protein. Uh, plant-based fire, carbohydrates, those little hacks with lots of salads, soups, um, yogurt, right, my raspberry hack, watermelon. There's so much things out there. And don't forget your sanity snacks. Guys, I, I hope that you got something from this today. I hope it inspired you to go out and just like enjoy the process. Enjoy the fact that you'll be able to cook or, you know, use that this type of food to fuel you. Or hey, stop avoiding carbohydrates. There's no need for that fear of carbohydrates when you have the power and you know what works for you. Thank you so much for joining me today on number four episode of Me Movement on the Mic. My name is Sally and I hope you have an amazing day. Stay strong, guys. Episode is over. Thank you guys for listening to Me Movement on the Mic. It'll be so appreciative if you like, comment, or even put a review. Thank you. Have a great day.